Blog Talk Radio. Yo, PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, Three and Watch. Watch what's good, my G. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Yes, sir. NBA Talk, man. Wow, I feel like we haven't done an NBA show. We're slacking on the NBA Talk, man. We're getting back to um, group of things, man. Um, watch, before we talk about NBA trade talks and how we feel about certain things that's been transpiring in the NBA, I want to get your take on the egregious call play last night between the Portland Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz. Dame Dollar, Dame Dillard, my man Dame Dillard was very irate last night. That was a goaltending play, of course. It went off the glass before your boy Rudy Gobert uh, smacked it off. Talk to me, watch, man, about that play, man. That was a very uh, egregious call, and um, the NBA got to do a better job, man. You can't, you you can't, you can't have games be caught. I put it this way: I agree with uh with with Dame, man. He was livid, he was incensed, and I'm just surprised that the refs who were right there, how did they not see that that was goaltending? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not see that is goaltending, and it cost them the game? So, yeah. I, I understand why um, Dane was just irate. Mm. What's your take so far about Carmelo Anthony since he's been back in the NBA, and what do you take? What do you think about his play so far with um, Dane and CJ McCollum and those brothers? I'm 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 happy that he's back. You know what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is, they are still not in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? They want to get an eighth spot, and they are. They're two games behind Memphis for the yes. eighth spot. So mm-hmm. they're going to really, really have to fight to get that uh, eighth spot. Uh, you know, the NBA, they say the NBA season doesn't start until after the All-Star break. After the All-Star break. But, yeah. but as far as I'm concerned, it has started because I'm looking at the standings, and, you know, all these teams are right behind each other, man. It's like yeah. every game yeah. every game counts now. You know what I'm saying? Right, well, are we, are we I mean, talking – are we talking about Western Conference or Eastern Conference? I think just the Western Conference imply you know, I'm talking about what you're talking about right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, I'm specifically talking about the Western Conference. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um I mean you you can understand why Dane was living. Like yeah. every game for them is a playoff game. Seriously. You like like come on, they try to they're trying to do something. And as for Camilo Anthony I like the way he's playing, man. Carmelo, Carmelo still can play, man. He's a pure scorer. He had twenty the other night. Like Carmelo, still got it. Am I wrong for saying this? That if I had it my way, that I wouldn't mind seeing Memphis get the A spot, Memphis or New Orleans, just on the strength of John Morant and Zion. Yeah, I would say you're wrong because Dame is playing wow. historically great basketball. Because Dame Lillard is playing. Phenomenal, great basketball. I would love to see a great Dame Lillard in the playoffs. If they had the eighth seed as it is right now, they would play the Lakers. The last time Dame Lillard played the Lakers, he gave them 48 points. So I would rather see Dame Lillard than John Morant play basketball in the playoffs. Why do you say it like that, though? Like John Morant, I want a veteran great. Because I want a veteran, great player who's going to be playing great basketball. Okay, so, I'm not here yeah, to. So, John, so hold on. To, to so wait a minute, John Morant. John Morant, who John Morant, who took over for Mike Conley and put this team on his back 
and got them at the eighth spot, and you're performing on that? Are you serious, Watts? I'm saying I'd rather see Dame Lillard because Dame Lillard is a greater player and he's a better player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I enjoy watching John Morant play. I, I, I enjoy. Hmm. Enjoy what? I enjoy seeing Zion and John Morant. It's fun that's to what watch I want to see. new young stars. It's fun to see new young stars. But when it gets to the playoffs, man, I want to see some real stuff going on. All right. And I want to see the great players play. And Dame Lillard they have is to get a experience. great player. They have to get experience. Me and, you, and if John Morant and Zion Williamson are in the playoffs, me and you are going to talk about it when it happens, brother, in April. What are we talking about here? Come on. LeBron James' first year in the NBA, he did not make the playoffs. Did you know that? That's, that's His rookie year, when he got rookie of the year, the Cleveland Cavaliers did not make the playoffs. I don't have a problem if a rookie doesn't make the playoffs B. I'm not, it, it doesn't. You that's not even. That's right the last thing I have no mind. problem with that, man. Whatever. Okay, whatever. but, I, but um, you're right there. And Dame, Keaton, I'd rather see Dame. I'd rather see Dame. Who's better than John Morant? Of course, better than John Morant. But John Morant is going to be the face of the league with Zion Williamson. They have a new breed that's going to take over when LeBron leaves. It's going to be so John Luka, Morant. So Luca is not going to be the face of the league. And Luca. And Luca. And Luca. My bad. Harden said Luca. My bad. And Luca. The face of the the face of the league is gets drafted this year. The face of the league will get drafted in April. What? Well, the face of the league will we'll be drafted out of here. in April. I know you're going. I'm not jacking. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm not, I don't yeah, want to talk about that. Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to talk yeah, about him at all. Like I can't. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to talk about a six eight Trey Young. I understand. I understand. Trey Young. Uh, yeah, you don't want to talk about a six eight version of Trey Young. I understand. My dude, he, he doesn't have range like Trey Young number one. He don't have no, range like that. No, yes, not range does. like Trey. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I like yes, Trey. No, he, not like Trey Young. Yes, We're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, Trey's, bite, no. Trey's biting off of him. Trey's biting off of him. He's the one that like started him, the point to, point to half court and shoot from the yeah. How? How surprised, Watson, are we are that Oklahoma City is at the number six spot in the Western Conference? I'm shocked. I'm not surprised. I am shocked. If you would have told me that Oklahoma City would have a better record than the Portland Trailblazers, I would, <laughs> I'll take that bet twice on Wednesday. Okay? Uh, I'd take that bet yeah. three times on Monday. Uh, it, it, it's, it's shocking to me. But that young boy they got? Is is dope, shy? Who shy? Do you shy? Do you see Alabama? Yeah, that boy fire. That boy yeah. fire. That young boy's fire, man. And then the veteran stability, and then the veteran stability of uh, of CP3. I did not see yeah. this coming, but I did not. I, I, I'm shocked. So I don't know if I. I don't know who to. I don't know who to give props well, to because. No, let's be uh, real. Me and you, a couple of years ago, we got we had, we. I don't want to say we chastised Billy Donovan, but you and I had words for him a couple of years ago. Man, we gotta give Billy Donovan his props, no? You know, really, you See, know, you know why it's hard for me to give him his props? It's hard for me to give him his props because this man has had some of the great players in the game and done nothing with them. So that's why it's real difficult for me to give him props. I mean, honestly, if I'm gonna give props, I Good have call. to give more CP3. I have you have to yeah. have to. Right. I don't know what Dennis Schroeder fits in his in his um. He comes off the bench though. It's like. Because um, Shy, 
GP, and then it's like Dennis Schroeder. If I'm Dennis Schroeder, I kind of wouldn't mind being traded, though, man. Either hand or there, man. Um, so let me ask you a question. Coming off, you do realize teams have to have someone who come off the bench and score. Like, do you, you, right, you understand that? I That's why I'm Who? I don't look at um your man as the best player, though. You feel me? Oh, okay. I don't feel me. Uh, Watch, let's talk about some trades in the NBA, man. Um, the Clippers traded Mo Harkless to my New York Knicks for Marcus Morris, and we got a 2021 first pick out of it. Will you take on Marcus Morris going to the Clippers instead of the Lakers? Um, I thought it was a chess move. It was a chess move to keep him from going to their rival. Uh, they believe they will be playing the Los Angeles Lakers in the playoffs, whether it's going to be the first round or the second round. The way it's looking now, they mean in the Western Conference Finals because they won in town. Yeah, I want that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for that. So, that's, so they, they are preparing for a, a serious war, and that team that Doc has now is stacked. From 1 to 10, they're all veteran playoff yeah. players. Like, he's really, really – like this is his like Boston team where they all vets who are right. coming together to try to win. So that's going to be deep. Um, the Lakers have shown that if you spread them out, they one on one man. They can't play one on one players. So the Clippers can spread it out, and they have three one on one players that can just take you. So I thought that was a dope trade for uh, for the Clippers. Because Marcus Morris is a dog also. He's a dog. And the Clippers yeah, have yeah. nothing with Absolutely. dogs on that team, man. With Kawhi, yeah, but I'm gonna say this. PG, I, you know what I mean? I feel bad for Mo Hawkless. And let me just tell you why. Product. I have a friend who is a St. John's fanatic. So I used to hear about Mo Hawkless every single day Green when Mo Hawkless played for St. John. And now he's back in New York. You know what I'm saying? And you, you were the worst team in the NBA. You were the worst. Relax, you, well, the worst relax, team in the NBA is the Warriors. But you're with, you're, with a, you're, with, you're with a horrible team that only New York fans always think there's something good that's going to happen because y'all believe in rebuilding and not superstars. So, whatever, man. Uh, also, uh, Andre Iguodala, watch. You know, he's playing with the Miami Heat right now, 36 years old, veteran leadership. But honestly, Watson, how many minutes can he really help out with Miami? Um, I know it's going to be veteran leadership. Also, they got um, Jay Crowder. They traded Justin Winslow for Drake, Jay Crowder. I thought that was a good acquisition also. Talk to me, man, about the Miami I Heat, saw, man. I told you with our sleeper team going into this season. I am shocked Iggy is getting these kind of contracts. I mean, they gave him an extra guaranteed $30 million with an optional second year. I do not believe he'll get that optional second year, but the fact that he got another year of $30 million guaranteed is staggering because, like you said, how many minutes can you get from Iggy at this point? Yeah. How many minutes That's can you right. get from not him? Not And you're paying him 30 minutes. he averaged five points a game last year with Golden State. I'm just throwing it out there. Think, think about that. Think about, think about that. And he got a 30 – he got – a thirty million guaranteed extra year on his but, already. But I mean, but let's be real. To me, it's accurate. He, he gets paid for playoff performances to me because he always shows up in the playoffs. 
Okay. Wait, remember I mean, last year? Man, remember last year when Dame? Well, hold on. Remember last year Dame had a three point shot and Iggy stripped him off the three point shot, like little stuff like that. No, I'm saying, I understand. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I, that is just is shocking. The the money he got for 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 he's not yeah. going to ever do nothing. It was the same thing with Danny Green. When Danny Green got that money from the Lakers, I was like, "How was he getting all this money? He don't even <laughs> he don't even crack their lineup anymore." And I knew, and I said he couldn't do that, and he got paid. So, you know. So are we? But, are we uh, on board that it's a Miami? It's a Miami Heat. I'm shocked about the Miami Heat. I'm shocked. But I, told you say, that's, I much, do not know about them. So here's what I'm asking: Can you tell me what makes them so good? Because I don't watch them. I just know that they are. They they what are they? They're number four. They're thirty four yeah. seventeen. They're yeah. fighting Boston for the third spot. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. Why is this team so good? What am I missing? I think they're just gritty. I don't think there's egos on that t- on that team. I think Jimmy Butler, with the leadership of Jimmy Butler, he's doing a good job leading that team while watching. Let's be clear on that. You know what I mean? Um, I like the Tyler Hero kid. Um, Bam. Is having a phenomenal year. Bam is out here balling, Sam. Bam is out here, like, really, really balling. And I think Icky also helps out um, Jimmy Butler with veteran leadership. Because there's a bunch of young boys on there. Now, my my, my question is this. Um, somebody's got, Icky's going to take somebody's minutes, watch. So, I don't know, somebody, I'm not going to say they're going to be pissed off, so to speak, brother, but he's going to take somebody's minutes. But Bam, Alexander's a good player. Um, Tyler Hero's dope. You know what I'm saying? Gary Jones got hops. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick Nunn has turned out to be a phenomenal player. So, Robbie always gets these dudes, man, that just, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, bro. I'm not a Heat fan. I can't stand them. I'm a Knicks fan, so I'll never show love to Miami. I know the vibes are ready, but, yo, man, Eric Spokes are doing his thing, bro. And I think there's a and listen, that Drake, that Jay Crowder pickup also is not bad. I think that's a good acquisition. That's also a good, to me, that's a good pickup. Drake, Drake, Jake Crowder. I, I like that pickup. I, to okay. me, Pat Riley did what um, with Doc did. Man, he put he put veterans on that team, man, because he he sees uh, he's going all in to make a playoff move. Right, right. Um, also, uh, watch now, the 76ers, man. I'm talking, talking, talking. Yeah, my guy. The, the, no, you you got to talk to me. These are your guys. Well, you got to tell them my guys. what is going on. And your what is going? Yes, they are. What's going on between young Ben Simmons and young Joel Embiid? What is your take? Uh, listen, and I think we said this last year. You and I had a conversation about this last year because I remember we talked about Philly a lot as much as we can. I think when Jimmy Butler did not sign, I think there was a part of Joel Embiid that was angry. Not angry, but like let down. That makes my words right. I think he was let down and Jimmy Butler left. I think I think um Joel and B respected Jimmy Butler way more than he respected Ben Simmons. I don't think there's a respect factor on both sides. I think sometimes Ben Simmons probably looks at Joel and B like, yo, can you post up a little bit more instead of shooting jump shots? The other night he was like six for twenty nine the other night. He had a terrible night. But then again, Ben said Joel and B is looking at this dude like, Bro, you have no jump shot. No one respects your chase. It'll play off you, bro. Like, shoot it. We don't believe you. And then Al Horford, who I said on this show, and I was wrong, I guess, that he'd be a great acquisition to this team. But not only think, right now, he, him, even 
him, he kind of snitched on the team, which I felt you should have left this in-house. There's something you should leave in-house. And you go into the media saying that there's problems within the locker room and all that. There's noticing issues. I don't think you should put that into the forefront. But then again, Brett Brown, it would not surprise me if this man is fired once by the end of the year. Because when they're shopping, somebody's got to be the scapegoat. And are we at the point where we break up Joel and Ben Simmons? Where are we with that? After after this season, if they flame out, yes. To me, anything less than Western Conference Finals with this team. Let's be clear. This team was one game away from beating the Toronto Raptors. This team was built to to come out the East. And if they flame out this year, I, I, I don't see these guys coexisting. I don't. I do not see these guys coexisting. They both want the teams to run through them. And when you're young, it, you know, sometimes you just don't realize that you don't, there's not a bigger – you're not looking at the bigger picture well, yet. So, well, let's be real. You and I are not Philadelphia 76ers fans, but we're basketball fans. I think the city of Philadelphia embraces Joel Embiid way more than they embrace Simmons wife. What do you think? I – believe I agree with you and because Ben Simmons has got to he's got to he's got to make teams honest with him man. Like well, when the players come years. You I know and, 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 <laughs> so, I, I know, I know and guess what? They're not gonna respect him in the playoffs. They're gonna they're not gonna respect him. And then he's not gonna wanna shoot it when they leave him open. That's why losing J J Reddick was big. Them losing J.J. Redick was really big, bro. Because, you know what I'm saying, he's, a, he's the best shooter in their squad. Now, they did just pick up um, Glenn Robinson, the big dog son, Glenn Robinson the third, and Alex Burke, those guys who shoot. So maybe they got shooters now that maybe, maybe that can create space, so to speak. I mean, I don't know, man. But it's Philly's looking kind of crazy out here, Watts. What are they right now, number four, number five in the East? All right on that? Okay, okay, I remember... Number four, number five. Philly's number, Philly's right number five. Yeah, Philly's number five. Now, if you told me Philly would have a better record than if the Toronto Raptors would have a better record than the Philadelphia 76ers going into this year, you say what? I say no. I wouldn't believe that. I would say I would say that you bugging out because I, I thought real. that when they lost, um, when they lost Kawhi, that they would be a team that would struggle. Let me say one, that's, this is another – where I was way off base, clearly did not appreciate or respect that Toronto Raptors team because they are on a career high, career, franchise, franchise high, 13-game win streak. It's just shocking. I mean, this is a complete team, a complete team. Uh, I, I really respect what they're doing. I mean, Siakam is showing you that he's a baller, B. He's showing you, and it's important, you seeing that Siakam is a baller. That whole team is a baller. That whole team, man. Yeah, yeah. And, yo, we got to give Nick Nurse his props, right? Absolutely. Coach, I think that should get props. Yo, to me, to me, the two NBA coaches of the year are Milwaukee and Toronto. Those are the only two guys that should be in the running for coach of the year. And Nurse, you lost. I mean, for Nurse, you're gonna lose uh, Kawhi, and then you, Kawhi. you second seed. 
That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. We've never seen nothing wow. like this. We're the hands down best player of a team can lead, and the team don't miss a step. Right. Um, also, watch Andre Drummond, who you're big, very, you're very big on. Andre Drummond got traded to the Cavs. So, what does it say about Tristan Thompson? And I mean, the Pistons got with Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a second round pick. And I'm surprised Kevin Love did not get traded. I was very shocked that the Cavaliers, the Kobe Altman, the GM, did not trade um, Kevin Love. Very shocked. I'm shocked Kevin Love is uh, didn't get traded. What? Once you got Drummond, who was it? Was, to, to be fair, like, like who was that contract though? Watch to be fair though, who was so that contract? So let me ask you a question. You, what do you do with Drummond, Tristan, and Kevin Love on the same team? That's, what do you do with uh, them? Tell me. Uh, God bless. Tristan Thompson and Andre got, Drummond are literally the same player, but Andre <laughs> Drummond is just better than him. But yes. Andre Drummond's a better version, a way better yeah. version. That's a fact. So, I mean, I, I have no idea. To me, that's just a trade of teams that are losing and just are going nowhere. So I don't even know. I don't even know what these trades is about. And I'm gonna be honest. I felt for Drummond getting traded like that. I I I took that personally. Bam, you go to Detroit, the Cleveland. Like, bam, does it get any worse? Cleveland has the worst record in the NBA. They have 13 wins. Well, what does that they have say? The worst in the East. What does that say about NBA? What does that say about the position, the center position, also? And what does that say about teams that are in contention? Not training for them or making a, a, a noise that you can hear sham or woes. That, that, well, that, this that, person that, is in effect. The analytic white boys have decided that the era of the banger, the, the, the guy who just posts up, gives you the guard 2020, they've decided that era is over. And they want it's their over. lives to be out shooting threes, spread offense, because. There's no way somebody like Drummond and Kevin Love can be on the block for playoff teams and no playoff team take them, but you're going to take Iguodala and give him seven mil and Andre Drummond is out there? You can, I, I can't even – I can never explain something like that to somebody, that Andre Drummond's available and we're going to take Iguodala. R.I.P. to the center position, my chief. R.I.P. to the center position. Yeah, bro. clearly. But think about that. Think about that. If I were to tell you Drummond's available right now, Iguodala's available right now for your playoff run, I would I wouldn't even think of Iggy, man. Cause I'm thinking playoff defense. This is a dude who gets twenty twenties, leads the NBA in rebounding. Like rebounding still matters, doesn't it? Yeah, we got. I, I hope. I hope. I hope. Well, I, well, you can't tell it matters with Drummond. Andre Drummond has been one or two in rebounding for the last like seven years. Nobody, no, no playoff team wanted him. That is mind blowing. Yeah, brother, I hold you. Um, Andre Andrew Wiggins got traded to Golden State for D'Angelo Russell, my guy. This is the fourth team for your boy D'Lo or D'Russ. Fuck me, man. D'Angelo getting traded so, again so for you. For you, so to you, you downgrade players. When they get traded, oh, God, like you go. treat them like no, dude, isn't that true? You because you you use the word journeyman as you somehow you're not a good this player. This is true, but a lot of dudes journeyman. Like, let me geez, ask you a question. You so let me ask you a question. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you consider Sam Cassell a great player or a good player? 
Because he was a journeyman. Jamal right, he was Crawford. Dope, but see, I'm not going to lie to him. Hold on. Seth Cassell was dope in the Rockets his first couple of years. His first two years with Houston Rockets was with Kenny Smith and the boys. He was also dope when he was with Milwaukee with Ray Allen and Robinson. After that, it kind of tails off. Dope when he was with Kevin. Kept on that won the MVP when it was Sam Cassell and Charles Kibo and Kate. So, so do you look at Sam Cassell as a journeyman? No, not not really, not really, not too much. With D'Lo, how do you view D'Lo as a player? It's hard to make a gauge on him because let's be real, he went to the Lakers. He would, they, they they didn't even care about his game. The fact that he snitched, they were like, yo, fam, snitching and you ain't really getting crazy, crazy out here, so we'll trade you. Goes to Brooklyn. I thought he I thought him and Brooklyn was a good match. I thought it was a it was a good good one too, like they were gonna be cave. But here's the thing. You can get Kyrie Irving and had to do they had to pull a trigger on that. Of they course. had to exactly. Kyrie Irving. Okay, Kyrie okay as then. Much you can. Now so, and for, for come whatever on, come on, come on. First of all, first of all, you were big. First of all, I'm not going to let you get that off. You were very big on D'Angelo Russell getting traded to Golden State. I wasn't. You were very big on that. Absolutely, absolutely. But the conversation I'm trying to have with you is you devalue players who get traded yeah. a lot. I mean, you don't really look at the circumstances. And I'm telling you, D'Lo is one of the great young point guards. He's not even 25 yet. He's getting traded for so what can he not play? Is he not nasty? The nigga has a fifty what? point game already with Golden State. What? So he did not fit it. They what? So what do you think about Dino? How are you going to your fourteen watch watching? How are you going to your fourteen, bro? You see, you're, 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 you're looking at it wrong, old, man. Before you're thirty years old, not even thirty. He's not here's even twenty five yet. He would not have been traded. He would not have been traded from the Lakers if he didn't do the snitching thing. He would not have been traded from Brooklyn if they didn't have an, uh, this, this opportunity to get Kyrie and Kevin Durant in a package deal. So those circumstances of it, like, like, like acknowledge those circumstances. That this that he is a guy who would not have been traded, but two circumstances happened. Oh, that's what we doing now. Now, now, now we put caveats. Now we put caveats so why niggas are getting traded now. Is that what we doing now? Put no, caveats and, and, and asterisks. No, we're not what we doing caveats, now? But you, but you trying to devalue who he is. I'm telling you, he's nicer than any young point guard you like. That's what I'm telling you. I'd rather have him than um, any young point guard outside of Trey Young. You, oh, whoa, 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 Let me ask you a question. Are you trying to tell me that you take D'Angelo Russell? Over John Moran right now? Yes, yes, right now. You're yes. bugging. Absolutely. You're bugging. Absolutely. You're bugging. Absolutely. You're bugging. Okay. You're bugging. Okay. okay. You're bugging. I'll take you John Moran. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging. Right. You're bugging. You're bugging. I take D-Lo. If the answer Russell was playing point guard for the for the minute, if the hold on, if the answer Russell was playing point guard right now for the Memphis Grizzlies, they would not have a spot. Uh-huh. They would not be you right. Spot and right if now. Angelo Russell was playing point guard for the Brooklyn Nets last year, would they make the playoffs? Oh, they did make the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell. In Eastern Conference. Oh, in Eastern Conference. With in Eastern Conference. Russell. In Eastern Conference. Awesome. In the Eastern so Conference. So now the Eastern Conference don't count. So now we'll segue into the Eastern Conference. Fam. Uh, oh, Milwaukee. You and I know the, the Greek Greek basketball in the Western Conference. The Greek Freak 
No, it ain't, because the champions of the NBA come from the Eastern Conference. So don't give me no West Coast Conference talk when the champions from the NBA are from the Eastern Conference. So are we, are we going to ignore that every time? Are we going to ignore the Western Conference standings, how close they is for the last couple of years? I feel like we talk about that all the time. The Western Conference. No, no, we're not. Standings. Now, I want to ask what I, Come on. So let me ask yeah. you a question. What do you think about Wiggins, the, the fit for Wiggins in, in the Golden State? I think he's going to be a better athlete. He's going to be better for that team compared to D'Angelo Russell. I don't like his game that much. He got pissed. And I never seen the big hype with Andrew Wiggins out of Kansas. I, I didn't see that right, so I didn't see it. But I think he'd be a good acquisition. Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, to me, has the potential to be great. And I thought he was on his course to be great until the Jimmy Butler trade. And ever since the Jimmy Butler trade, I don't know what happened to his game, but he just – I don't know what happened. But on a team like Golden State that does not want anything from him but maybe 15 or 17 points a game, he will thrive. Mm-hmm. He will thrive on a team like that. Yeah, yeah we should see. We should see, though, man. We should see, man. All right, that's what it is, man. NBA talk, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. Anything else in the NBA you want to um, – your man Bradley Beal, though, he didn't make the All-Star team. He's having a hell of a year, but he's on a garbage team, so you know how that go. You know. So, no, I don't know. Here's the thing. No, I don't know how that go because I've never seen people, <laughs> you know great players go. in the NBA, not make All-Star teams because their teams are bad. I never, ever saw that until this year. So that's trash and that's garbage. And there's Ooh, no way you out. can respect the NBA – there's no way you can respect the NBA to have an all-star game and Bradley Beal not out there. You know how good I told you Bradley Beal was. I told you he's always been better than Clay, And you're seeing it. You're seeing it how good he is. Sam, I still don't think he's better than Clay. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Well, you Clay's not even playing this year. You see what he's doing. Clay's not even playing this year. You see what he's doing. Yeah, I see what he's doing. Nice. I, 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 yo, I'm glad you see what he's doing. I think him and John Wall need to split up, though. I do, I do think that. They need to split that up. John Wall, I think, is very overrated. That's your guy. Very overrated. I know he's not playing this shit, but... And I Bradley Bill's my guy, I too. I was never big on John Bradley Wall. Bill's my guy, too. Yeah, you like those cats. I'm not, second, I'm not big into... Second, second best two-guard in the NBA after, after Harden. Without, without a doubt. It's not even debatable. Yeah, the same, Harden, the, number the, one. The same Harden. Bradley Bill. The same. Bradley Bill, number two. Same Harden, who um, my son, the Greek freak, did not even want to pick up for the All-Star selection. Like, get out of here, son. You dribble too much. I no, no, no. And the same and the same Westbrook that LeBron picked last. Last. They picked Westbrook last. Right. So Westbrook just went out there and bodied them. So, you know, you picked me last, what's what I do to your team? All right, my dude. Let's keep it moving, man. So let's get up, watch. Let's get it popping, man. The young boy who you put me on to a couple months ago, Pop Smoke. Welcome to the hoop. Oh, you told you Pop Smoke dropped his project, The Woo Part 2. I was, I, I did have a little bit, I won't say high expectations, because truth be told, I think some people, like, they know how much we love lyrics and bars and hip-hop, and I, I have to explain to people sometimes that, you know, I don't think we listen to Pop Smoke for a lyrical miracle, and just breaking out of science of hip-hop. I think it's a vibe with Pop Smoke. 
Um, I listened to his project. I know he has little TJ on there. He has um, Quavo from Migos. Uh, little TJ, Foggy's on there. You know what I mean? I listened to it, man. A lot of auto tune. You were right watching, man. Talk to me, man. The way that I describe it to you and to everybody else, because I listened to it last night, we listened to a hard body last night, is it's a vibe and it's a sound. He uses a UK producer who do, who, who does the drill beats, and he is just, he just has a sound. If you want to hear Dior Dior talk, Michael Mary Michael Mary talk, if you want to hear Billy Jean talk, this is what you're going to get from him. If you want to hear him do his little growl, his little uh, or his little huh. If you want to hear that kind of stuff, this is what you're going to get from So you got to know your packages. This is not, you know, this is not murals from Lupe Fiasco, okay? This is not Immortal Technique. You know what I'm saying? This is not even Rusty Jooks from Brooklyn. If I want to use Brooklyn, it's not a Rusty Jooks. It's not a Sky Zoo. If I compare them to Brooklyn MCs, it's not a Joey Badass. It's a wave that the youth like. It's a very popular sound. And he gives you, and that's what it is. I mean, if you want me to judge it on some, you know, let's 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 break the bars down like we did Eminem's album. It's a, <laughs> we, we couldn't do it. We could not do that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Listen, and I think you and I are both in agreement. Um, once that joint shake the room with Quavo gets more burn, that that's going to be the next joint for him. I think the jo- I think to be honest, I think every song there has potential. Think about it. He has a song with A Boogie. He has a song with Little T J. He has a song with Fabio. That's old, he has a song with Fabio. That's that's that is four songs in a row that can just take him for the rest of the to the end of the summer easily. That's it. So he so for his sound and what he wants to do, he could do it. He already got the look with uh with uh Travis Scott, then you got Quavo, right. then you got then you and Pops then you and Fabio are the new, you know, y'all a new face of uh, the new emergence of New Brooklyn, new New York hip hop. So, mm-hmm. yeah. To quote, I'm uh, saying Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. To quote, you know, I'm just gonna say the album's a vibe. That's all I'll say. You're you're in Brooklyn right now. I want to get your take on this woo choo woo talk that all these young brothers that just got picked up by the boys. Investigation sting, what do you want to call it? With JD, the young boys, and all that. What's your take on that? Not to harp on it too long, but from you being uh, at the so, uh, so a lot of people, so so a lot of people don't know about it. I mean, this is this is really localized Brooklyn stuff. Like you know, remember people didn't know what Wu or Chu meant. To this day, people still don't know what's that. I what still it, don't. Well, right. Pop Smoke did give a good clarification. I think whether it was Angie Martinez. Or case play one of the shows I watched today, and he basically saying well, right. he's a lifestyle. He's not saying he's gonna gang talk. He's a lifestyle. Listen, listen. I I respect Pop Smoke for saying that, but you saw you saw the police report just like I saw the police report. You know right. what it is, <laughs> right? right? He's very right. He's being he's being very smart to just say it's a life. You know what I'm saying? Because they're trying to make. You know, you see what it is, man. Like, I'm So, that's all I'm saying. Do you think the young boys in Brooklyn got to really be careful what they're doing in these streets? Like, the boys are watching you. Two, two, the young boys got locked up. Young boys. You know what I mean? Like, a lot young of boys. Oh, 
Shout out, shout out to our guy Evie Kane Coca locked up. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I I I I think Brooklyn has a sad case that the the, the emerging up and coming rappers are caught up in a lifestyle that the cops watch, and they right. will with and and they will snatch these dudes up before their career can even take off, and that and that can hurt careers. So they got to, you know, I know authenticity in music matters. We like guys who have an authentic story to tell. But, you know, the, the charges these dudes be facing, sometimes that we ain't going to see them crazy. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's just, wow, crazy, man, crazy, man. Uh, today is the 20th anniversary of Ghostface, Dennis Cole, Tony Stark's Iron Man's album, Supreme Clientele. This follow-up for Iron Man, sir. Do you remember where were you to cop Supreme Clientele? And when you played Supreme Clientele, were you in amazement that it touched your soul just like it did Iron Man? I was shocked that it touched my soul. I know people are like, how could you shocked? Well, well, you got to understand the timeline. After Wu Tang Forever, the RZA had officially moved into the Wu Mansion. He was in L.A. <laughs> He was his the his whole sound and vibe changed. He started using a production team and all the Wu Tang members who put out albums between ninety eight and two thousand, between that and Supreme Quantel, they all used different production. Wait, are you uh, saying Chief Master the, or Mathematics and those guys? Yeah, that that was his production team, yeah. Okay. Wasn't they? Yeah. No. Okay. Am I am I saying something wrong when I said he was using a production no, not team? Not at all. Not at all. No, so but I don't, you know what though? So, I think a lot of people don't. To so what you said, I don't think a lot of people would say that and, and and act like that's not true or they they sweep down to the rug. Right, but but they did. I mean, Mathematics and True Master produced so much stuff. So many yep. of their favorite Wu songs. Those guys produced that. You know what I'm saying? And they have the same sound as the RZA. So you could you you know that's crazy. But um, so supreme clientele, man. Um, very disappointed in Raekwon's follow-up, immobility. So I didn't know. I was very disappointed in Bobby Digital. I was disappointed mm-hmm. that Dex's album did not have any visual production on it. That yeah, really Uncle Joe Substance, yo Dex, yo fam, sidebar. I ran to the store. Uncle Joe Substance dropped. I I really. Was anticipated for Deck, but continue. I really here's what we didn't know. So, so you want to hear something funny? Deck, Deck produced most of that album. He was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I'm doing production." The album was pushed back for a year. Like I didn't like the whole that whole scene. Like I really, in my mind, thought RZA was gonna just Cuban links Deck and just give Deck all these fire beats, and Deck was just gonna do it. But to, by that time, they were solo artists. Everybody wanted the same, so it was just weird. So back to Supreme Clientele. I didn't know what to expect. But boy, oh boy, I was so happy. Everybody will argue that that might be the last great Wu album. What, what would you say? Um, yes, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree in 2000, because that's the year it came out, 2000. That was the best. Yeah, yeah. I have over the so w. no Wu project has come out after that over in your mind other. that was has, right no that nah. yeah I, that's that's what I that's what I feel uh, this was a classic album I mean 
the first single. What did you think about You God getting that verse? Did you think that was a nice alley oop to You God and and um Shakira Ghost? What did you think about that alley oop to You God? It was. It was good. Yo, I think putting You God on Shakira Ghost was very good for You God. Like he needed to be like for him to be on that particular song and how much burn Shakira Ghost got. I was kind of low key happy for You God because to me it wasn't on a song that you could remember a verse of him from like like that. You know what I'm saying? Single wise. That's just saying. Right. He got he got uh so yeah, I, I so I like I like that look that he got. Um this was this was an album where the how people viewed Ghostface changed. At this point now, by after Supreme Clientel, a lot of people had Ghostface as their favorite MC. Like That's a fact. Really their favorite MC. And now, I want I wanted to find favorite MC. I think some people, I don't want to just say favorite MC out of the woo. I think that was already acknowledged, but I think favorite MC, period. Not just on some Wu-Tang shit, just Ghostface being one of, being people's favorite MC, period. Not just being the best nigga in the woo. Right, you're right. That's, that's a good point. Ghostface became people's favorite MC. Like, yo, who your favorite MC? Ghost. Like, mm-hmm. Ghost is their favorite MC, period. So, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. And then this album was it was, it was to me. It was a breath of fresh air because I didn't know where the woo was going, man. Like, it, if you had to explain to people how disappointed he was in immobility and then how much Supreme <laughs> Clientel was, like, if they understood the level, like, come on. And you know no, how I, I feel ever times. since you know. Yeah. No, I was gonna say ever since you know me, you know I always quote Apollo. Kidd. I always quote verses from Apollo Kidd. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's it's one of your favorite songs. It's, I just, I love that song. Yo, I've never, ever stopped playing that song. It never sounds old to me. It never gets played out. It's like, that's one of those songs that just, I don't know what it's about, but I just love that. I love that song, man. But, but yo, so I ain't gonna hold you, though. Let's have some dope beats on here. Well, he did Nutmeg and all that, right? Nutmeg yo, Nutmeg, one, yo. Nothing. One, one, one Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That, yeah. that, that, oh, yo, the whole album plays. Yeah. Like, the skits make me fast forward because I didn't want to hear the skits because the skits was mad long. But that Ooh. joint, the whole album just goes, man. Redman Red got the project flow with the extra stairs. Come on, when you yeah. heard that, you, you thought Redman have it? That joint is crazy. That you joint was crazy, son. Mm hmm. Um, Either, um they, he, we gonna make it. We made it. Oh, fire! Oh, Wu Banger One on One, a classic Wu Banger One on One. Yo, fam, time. I'm gonna be real. We always talk about collaborations on this show, son. That's one of them joints right there. Wu Banger One on One, for real, for real. That's collaboration that's one wise. That's one of the long time great Wu songs because it's one of the rare Wu songs that has all the members on it, except for ODB. Everybody's on Wu-Tang one, one. God, bro, one of my favorite Wu-Tang songs on that I was on a low. Not on a low for me and you, but if you're Wu-Head, if you're Wu-Head, you know what I'm talking about. It was You God, Street Life, and Expect the Deck. Semi-Automatic? Yeah, my nigga. I love Semi-Automatic. That's my... Jesus Christ, bro. That's my shit right there, dude. I ain't gonna hold you, though, man. But you know what I'm saying? There's always a conversation between Iron Man and Supreme Clientele. Like, people try to pin those 
album is against each other. Is that fair? Or that's just what we do at hip hop? No, it's not fair. And I don't, I don't understand why people do that. I mean, if you like Ghostface, you like both of those albums for different reasons. But, like, you love both of those albums. Like, I will say this. Shay Shay La Ghost was not a better song than All That I Got Is You. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. And that was and that was the single, and that was the biggest song off of that album. Right. You know what I'm saying? Both albums are both albums were dope. We have a review of Iron Man. We did a review on the channel of yep. Iron Man. So you right. it breaks down how we feel about that album. But yep. I'll be clear. Yep. I I love Supreme Clientele. I love Supreme Clientele. Um, what do we think about Superb's contribution to Supreme Clientele? I think Superb's contribution to Supreme Clientele is very big. At the time, I don't in 2000 when I copped the tape, I don't I, I listening to the music. I didn't know, but I think as years come by, you hear so many stories. I remember a superb interview he had with Doggy Diamonds. I'm pretty sure you saw that years ago. Um, I think it's big contributions, man. And no disrespect to Ghostface when I say this, it's just in the hip hop conversations on hiphop.com conversations we've heard through hip hop heads throughout the years. Some people felt that. Ghostface, for some reason, was swagger-jacking. Superb. I'm, I'm going to say theory, But, you know. I'm going to just say that you could hear the influence in Superb's rhyming style, his rhyming pattern in Ghost. That's all. And it yeah. was it's fire. Because remember, Superb rocked with him, too, on the second hour. Remember, you better pay Big Mama for using big lyrics. Pay Big Mama yeah. for using his lyrics. Pay Big mm-hmm. Mama for... Yeah, I don't know who he's talking about. Big maybe, you do. maybe you do. I don't know who he's talking about, but... Oh, I don't know boy, why here we go. Anytime we get J.D. Slander. Anytime the poke at home, pause. It comes right up here. Come on, come on. All I'm saying, we talked about Superb. And you... Me and you have never, ever talked about the song I just referenced. Ever. We've never, ever referenced that song before. You but I already you know you're going to talk about it. I know you ain't there. I didn't go there. I'm just about to launch the purge. You know I mean? beat you to the punch, yeah. brother. I beat you to the punch, brother. Yeah. But, 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 yo, my man, I love Supreme Clientel. I mean, Mighty Healthy. Mighty Healthy is a Mighty classic. Healthy. Bro, 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 Mighty Healthy. Ah! Woo! Ring leader sending off, rap Devin Gina. What? What son of ghost face, man? What son ghost face, boy? <laughs> yo, yo. Mike's like Ted Koppel. Like, come on, everything you said was fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ghostface, man. Ghostface. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Ghostface to me is an MCMC, man. Like, he's always going to hold still, though, a high. What's well, still, though, he came like 96 for Iron Man, and then four years later, we get to a premium clientele. He, he didn't lose a step from 96 going into well, Let's take a step further. What about him doing Buckingham Palace with wow. Stash and oh. Benny? Yeah. Like, Ghost yeah. know what time it is, man. He's yeah. one of them Buckingham MCs Palace, that always know what time it is. And I think he has one of the most underappreciated catalogs in hip-hop history because Ghost never, he never stopped making albums, ever. That's a fact. Fifth scale. He's never, um, he's never stopped making hip-hop albums, ever. Yeah. He never stopped making albums, man. And I have his last yeah. two albums. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, 20 years, Ghostface Killer Supreme Clientele, man. 20 That's years, crazy. man. That's crazy, man. 
I remember playing that and the locks back and forth. I was playing the locks. We got the streets and Ghostface Supreme Quiet Girl back then. Now, I'm glad you me. said that. So let me tell you about 2000. We the Streets, Supreme Clientel, Dead Press first album. Those are my three favorite albums of two. Those oh, three. Oh, come on, come on. Me and hey, yeah, Watson do have a 2000 hip-hop appreciation of all the music that we that we rocked in the year 2000, that year of 2000. So you go check that out also. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, but that, that, that Weird Streets, uh, Supreme Clientel back and forth, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Man, I was in that, that was hip hop heavy. You couldn't you couldn't give me anything more than that than that than that back and forth. Well, we the streets and supreme clientele. That's a fizzy man. That is a fact, bro. Um, what's your take on Jay Electronica saying that he's finally ready to drop? He's ready to um release his album. You and I both know that when he drops his album, me and you are gonna go song for song and dissect his lyrics. That's a fact. That's how much of a, that's how much of an impact that man had ten years ago on us. That yeah. we out of sight, out of mind. But he said, Guess what? I'm back and then when we go back and listen to the music that he dropped, we, it gets us hype and we're like, Oh, yo, I wanna hear some music from this dude. Like now that he's if if it's true and young Goo's saying it's true, so I'm I'm wanna that's hear what cool. he got to say. Yeah. So, so Shout out to Tyler Cooley because he seems like to be the only person who can get a verse from Jay Electronica anytime he needed one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Tyler did. Tyler did. He's like the only they one that's all on Jay Electronica. But to be fair, though, as so, much yeah. as when everybody was talking about Kendrick Lamar's control verse, people forget that Jay Electronica was on that song with Big, even Big Sean's song. I, no, 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 and no. The no, features no. I, were. I don't forget. You know what I mean? Yeah, not you, not you I don't forget. People in general. No, no, no. Not only do I not forget. I can't wait for Jay Electronica's album to come out because I, I'm going to have some strong lyrical thoughts about what I believe about hip hop in the last 10 years of hip hop. I think he has the ability to drop an album like Kendrick's The Pimper Butterfly. I really think he could, he could, he has the ability to drop one of those kind of albums. Do you think there's a lot of pressure on him? Because He's been saying for how many years he's going to drop this album, and it's almost like Dr. Dre Detox, like iFam. He's been screaming this album for how many years, and we haven't delivered. You think, you think Imagine not dropping material? an album. Imagine not dropping an album, and there's still an audience for you, and your last time you dropped was like 10 years ago. Uh, that is That is insane. That is insane. Who can just, like, leave the game like he did and then just out of nowhere, yo, I'm dropping an album, and we are looking forward to hearing it. You don't but hear me saying, I don't want to hear it. We, no, I think you and I want to hear it, but then you got some fans out there who's like, all right, fam, you kind of like, what are you going to say now? We were, when we wanted to hear from you, you wasn't outside. Now you're coming outside 10 years I, later. I, here's you the know? thing. I, I, how could a hip-hop head, how could you be a fan of hip-hop and say that if you rock with him? Right. I'm just saying right. people who work with Jay Electronic. If you rock with Jay Electronica, then, then this is good news. Now, you know, there's some people who don't like that kind of hip-hop. Jay Electricity, PBS Mystery. You don't want any more type of local, local rap, and he ain't for you. I promise you that. Right. He's not for you. Right. You don't want any that kind of rap. I like Jay Electric, man. I like him that kind of rap. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he does it. I mean, I put it I don't believe he's going to be auto-tuning. I don't believe he's going to be crooning no. and singing. I no. believe he's going to be rapping. No. 
And I'm here for that. We're here for that. Like, Jay-Z has, like, he actually had to come outside to the Brooklyn show. He's actually one of the few dudes that have Jay on a couple of songs. Like, Jay Electronic, or, you know, I wonder, and I said this on the blog, and I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think the South, being that he's from New Orleans, do you think they embrace him as much as people maybe from up north do? Um, yes, I do. Okay. I do. I believe hip. I believe. I believe hip hop has it everywhere, man. I believe there are people who are like me and you. I believe every state has that kind of mentality of people who love that kind of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That's why Benny can do his tour all over the place, and the and the hip hop heads come out. Hip hop heads are everywhere. Right. Benny's got on last two songs and showing where's the five nine, upside down, and the other joint with boldly. Um, James, the brother from Detroit. What do you think about um, Benny on back-to-back trends this week? Benny is like I was telling uh, one of uh, one of my Twitter homies, Broadway. Mm-hmm. He wants Shout me to Broadway. judge Benny the way he wanted me to judge Benny the way I judge Big and Nas. I said the reason why we judge Big all-time great is because he died so tragically so early yeah. in his career, and we just had him in his prime where he still was. You know, we still didn't see the best to come. He wants me to judge Benny now, right now, put him in that category. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Benny's in his prime run right now. Benny is in his prime run. The run Benny's on is, like, it's it's in the middle of his run. Or it might be the beginning of his run. But but his run is an amazing body of work. I would say beginning. I say middle. I would say middle. Okay. So the reason why I'm saying beginning is because it's the beginning for people to know who he is. Nobody, okay. you know, in Buffalo, you knew who he was. But in 2017, I think that's when he hit the, you know, wow. Think about it. That's when me and you yeah. were like, who's this? Right? Yeah. Well, and he's been out. So, but I'm going to just say, so I'm I'm starting it from there. Uh, I started from my first breakout where he had Dirty Needles on there. And he had the song, wow. you know, the song with him and Conway and Special. And Special went so crazy on that boy. Oh, my God. But um, Benny is keeping hip hop alive. So is your boy Voice the Five Nine. I saw your tweet. Voice the Five Nine is so nice. And I'm gonna tell you why that tweet bothered me, Three. Three. Why do you think that tweet bothered me when you said Voice the Five Nine? It bothered me because I know it bothered you. It bothered you because you're looking at it differently. You're like Voice the Five Nine always been nice. Catch up, niggas. But I think for me, the reason why I put that tweet out there is because. I'm looking at a dude that I've been listening to for so long, since the late 90s, with Eminem on Slim Shady album, and he's still dope. He's still fire. Like, he's still making dope music voice. He's still giving five, like, verses. Like, that shit don't make no sense to me. Like, and I'm not saying a lot of brothers, you know, and you and I had this conversation about 40-year-old guys in our age group who still pop. And I think you and I had those kind of conversations in 2018, in fact, because that was the year when we noticed the Black Thoughts all the older dudes, Styles P, they, they were on a run. The older Royce, Pusha T, those guys and everything. So for me, wise, it wasn't come from a place where, oh, a bitch can hit me. That voice is nice. It was just like, listen to the song. I'm like, oh, man, Jesus Christ. Because no disrespect to anyone, I'm saying this for Watts. And I'm just saying this, because I, I love hip hop, and we do this all the time. I love both verses, don't get me wrong, but Royce first standing out more to me than Benny. It's his song, of course, but his verse still standing out. More to me than Benny's. And I love Benny, but Royce, Royce is just phenomenal. The, the, the great thing about hip hop is 
there there's always standout verses. So there's nothing wrong with having right. a verse that stands out more in your soul than other right. verses. That doesn't slap. That doesn't take anything away from the other people's verses. You know what I'm saying? But Royce's clarity in what he's deciding to talk about is crazy. And which I think what is throwing people to Royce's. His last album was basically a biography of his life. He was talking about, like I said, I called that his movie right. music. That's what I was calling it because he was really yes, you said that. going you, you deep were saying telling that. his whole yes, you were. Right. But now he's rapping, and you're hearing what he's rapping about. He's addressing mm-hmm. issues. He's talking about stuff. Oh, but he's okay. a supreme lyricist doing it. Man, listen, I believe we are going to have fun. Like, we got a couple of albums that's coming out. Man, we are going to love breaking these albums down. I'm going to tell you like this. I believe we have about three retropolitan type albums coming out that we that's coming out that we're going to be dissecting. I hope you're right. Because it's, I hope it's, you're right. Because I don't respect the Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Pop Smoke, the albums, and it's like mm-hmm. Shane North coming out next week. I'm into that. You know how much I feel about Shane Shane. You see, I, I, I had Shane Shane. That, I had my list last year. Then, I still listen to a lot. And then the week after that, Royce is coming out. Then the week after that, Royce is coming out. I'm, so I'm telling you, I'm man, we have too. some incredible hip-hop hey, coming out. Hey, we're gonna, Side of the Prince. Go side high. Can you come outside, brother? Can you come outside, Side of the Prince? Come outside, brother. Please. You can't. Yo, fam, I'm going to be so pissed off if Side does not give us any projects for 2020, bro. I don't want to hear about 2021. I think we need a side project this year. We haven't had a side project since, what, 2017? Yeah. We've done we, we two annual yeah. shows, for, two wrap-up shows for the end of the year. We didn't, he wasn't on 2018. He wasn't on 2019. So I really want to hear side you know, get it cracking, man. For real, for real, man. Yo, real talk, Sahai's one of them dope, dope MCs. Because you remember Sahai came in with... Saha's class was the Kendrick, uh, J. Yeah. Cole, Big Sean class. Yeah. Remember, Thanks. he was good Thanks. music with Pushka. He, he was in mm-hmm. that class, and he put out a fire mixtape. Did I play? Yo, I'm, yes. I'm going to keep it 100. That's a fact. Saha was my favorite out of that group. Out of that group, Saha was the one. I'm I not mad at that, that sir. I'm not mad at that. I remember, I was like, yo, this dude is nasty. Who is this dude? And everything I heard from him was crazy. And then he just, and then I don't know what happened. No, oh, I know what I happened. Think I, no what happened. I, I, I think No Dope on Sundays. I think No Dope on Sundays. what happened. There's an album that niggas need to keep talking about. No Dope on Sundays is almost dead in a classic to me, bro. I'm not going to hold you, man. Let really me tell you, no, 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 dope on, no Dope on Sundays. No Dope on Sundays is a slept on classic hip hop album. It is, man. That is not giving it just due. It is not giving it just due. I if you go back album, and listen sorry. to his album, the way he rhymes, yeah, that's what I, yo, when you go, every time I go back and listen to that album every couple of months, I'm like, man, size, nice, nice, yeah. like dead mm-hmm. stupid nice. Yeah, I would have loved if Joe Budden was still rapping. What, I would have loved to see how that back and forth would have went. I would have, I would to be honest, I would have loved to hear them do music together. I would have loved to hear Joe Budden. So I, I wanted to hear that together. back and forth. I wanted to hear that back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear that back and forth. Uh, Joe, man, I don't know, son. Watching podcast, Joe, that's my guy, man. But I really miss hearing that to rap. Yo, I ain't going to front, man. 
I really miss hearing Joe. I will say this. I'd rather hear Joe Budden as an MC than Joe Budden as a as a critical enemy. I'm just sorry. I'd, I'd rather hear that name you know than someone sitting down people, there critiquing hip-hop. They say I'll be fucking when I say that. I'm like, yo, fam, I'd rather have putted the rapper than putting the podcaster. And that's not just maybe that's for selfish hip-hop consumer. And I think, and I think, in Joe Budden's heart and soul, in Joe Budden's heart and soul, while he is making more money doing what he's doing now, he sees this renaissance of lyricism. I know he sees it, and I know he's like, wow, now they rapping. Now he's like, now rapping is being celebrated. Do I think what? He's getting the hip hop itch. And he's getting all these people rap like he's getting that itch to want to rap. No, 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 no. I don't think he has a hip hop itch at all. But I think it is to him. He can't believe that now there's a revolution of lyricism, right? And people are being celebrated in a way. He's like, really? I gave y'all all of this music, and yeah. now y'all celebrating? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. You know. He has to feel that way, but he just likes his money. The money, the bag is all important to him. So enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. I know. Um, did you hear Meek Mill's new song with um, Justin Timberlake? I don't like it. And let me tell you why I don't like you it. Don't like it. Because he he's doing a song with Justin Timberlake. Because, he, because there's no, why is he doing a song with Justin Timberlake? I want you to justify that for me right now. <laughs> Yes. Tell me why that makes sense. The song for me is not that bad, Watch, man. It's not that bad. Me tell me why that son. makes I like sense. It, man. Tell me why that makes sense. He is dumb, but tell me why that. Tell me, tell me why he's in the studio with his man's in them. And they're like, yo, listen to the song I got, right? He got the song done. He's like, yeah. He dropped the jewels. And he's like, yeah. My I'm nigga, you acting like. I'm talking about. Like, well, let me ask you. Yeah. Oh, talk about, talk about. Were you, were you having the energy when you did AO Technology with 50 Cent? Because I hated that song. I hated AO technology. Hold on, time out. I did not like Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake Holy Grail either. So if I'm going to compare Justin Timberlake with... If I'm going to compare Justin Timberlake with Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake with 50 Cent, and Justin Timberlake with Meek Mill, Meek and Justin Timberlake have the better song. Okay. Uh, first of all, I strongly disagree with you. Strongly disagree with you. Bugging. But that's bugging. not... The issue I'm making... Wrong to disagree with you. Like it's not even close to AO technology. Not even oh. close. AO technology is trash. Production because the production on AO technology is better because Timbo's production no. is fire. No. Okay. No. Timbo's Timbo's production is fire, and Fifty had damn near just rapping. Okay, that song was. I hate that song. Now. Straight to the bank. And I love AO What's the other song you have on Curtis? Straight to the Bank? I didn't like that shit either, man. No. Okay. All right. Yo, we can have a straight, we can have a I don't like 50s album session another time. I just want to talk to you about, I do not like a collaboration with Justin Timberlake. You know why? Because it's not it's, that it's, bad, it's, son. Will you, let, me, let me tell you, let me ask you a question. What's the purpose of having Justin Timberlake on that song? I'm going to ask you. What's the purpose? My dude, you just grab it. JT Falk, my guy. That's all. And Justin Timberlake has supported the hip hop culture in a sense. You got you got love for hip hop, whether you like it or not. 
you know, that's a different story. This song is a no for me, man. This song, this song's a no for me. I do not like when rappers do stuff like this. When they feel like, hey, I want to reach the white market. I want hip hop is already the music. Oh, well, niggas, 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 niggas do it him though, son. Niggas do it him. Meekers not niggas doing him. This, man, you're telling me Meek Mills at this point. After he comes over with this album, that last album, it's like, man, what am I going to do? Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get that shit. like, hey, Mick, why don't you go get Post Malone? Oh, why don't you get Billy Ellis? You know that girl who, <laughs> who said hip-hop is garbage and all they do in hip-hop is lie? Yes. Maybe, why don't yes. you get Pink to do a hook? Why don't you get Pink to do a hook? Since you're looking for okay. white people to do a hook, that's trash. Anybody who's defending him doing songs with Justin Timberlake at this point, I'm not buying it, man. Why? I'm not with this, Watch. man. Because there's you no reason to up. But what? He didn't change up. Meek didn't change what he does for hip hop. I won't be like Meek Forno, brother, is what I'm saying to you, bro. He didn't change nothing up. I could, I could look at him side eye, like, all right, but you playing yourself. But, but you're you know doing what I'm saying? It, I don't feel he played himself. You're doing it for an audience. Here's the thing Who are you trying to reach with a Justin Timberlake collaboration? You don't collaborate with artists unless you're trying to do something. There's a reason. I, are you doing it because you I love agree the with you. And you want to work? No, no, I agree it's, with it's you. Meek? Okay. No, no, I was just saying, I'm, I'm just, you know, like, I, can I be honest, man? I, I would have loved this song so much if Justin Timberlake wasn't on it. Because I'm looking at it differently from the way you're looking at it. I'm looking at it like, I don't like what you're trying to do. Like, remember the critique I had with Fab's album, where I see what he was doing with them songs? Like, yes. there was no need for Timberlake to be on this song. I would agree That's with you. Saying? The song was trash. I would agree with you. The song was trash, but I think this song is actually a dope song. I think it's dope as hell, son. I'm not going for it. Man. Okay. I think it's dope, 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 dope. Dope song, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going for it, man. I'm not going for it, man. Um, I just got introduced to this kid named Bolden James yesterday from Detroit. I think I'm not, I know nothing about this individual. I see he linked up with Alchemist. I don't know if you got to hear that project at all. I don't to a no, I, I, I don't know anything about that. I, I know okay. absolutely nothing about them. It's all right, man. The song is dope. Scrape the, it's called Scrape the Bowl with Benny and Boldy. But Benny be killing his verses. I'm not going to front, man. Benny be, Benny be giving up-and-coming dudes dope verses. At least he don't give them garbage verses. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm rapping with this dude. No one knows him. I give a, a, a a bum-ass verse, you know what I'm saying? I keep it moving and shit, though, man. You know? yeah. What else is popping to watch in the atmosphere, though? I am celebrating the 20th anniversary of Dead Prez's album. I can't wait till that 20th oh, anniversary Dead comes. Okay. Okay. And, Let's and, and, and the reason why, the, the reason why is because I don't know if a more conscious album has been dropped than that album in a way that I feel represents what I believe in. I would say the closest, and I'm not saying it does when I say this, all right, so don't kill me, the messenger. Only the closest, I would say, is Kendrick Lamar to Billy Butterfly. That's insulting to me. That actually, that actually is an insult to me. No, no, no. Let me just say. Let me just say. Let me just say. Let me just say. That is so. That is so insulting to me. That it's so insulting to me. That's all I'm gonna say, man. What? <laughs> it is so silly, you know, fam. 
Revolutionary Volume 1 and absolutely Revolutionary Volume 2 and Revolutionary Volume 3. And all of those came out after uh, Dead President's thing. I don't look at Kendrick Lamar as a conscious rapper. And when people even refer to him as a conscious rapper, I know, but when when people say that's a conscious album, even now, I'm like, really? Do you consider? Do you consider? Let me ask you a question. Do you consider America's Most Wanted a conscious album? Ice Cube, um, even like that, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't say conscious. I say a mixture. It's a mixture. I think you give me a mixture. So I let Gangster talk, and he has some conscious bars on there. He's gangster conscious, to be honest, if you want to be technical with it, though. And you give, and you saying you think Tupac Butterfly was all conscious. Not all of it, but a bulk of it was. I would say ninety percent of the album was conscious. What What is your definition Correction. of conscious? Conscious. How uh, much of conscious? I would say talking about what's going on in the world, whether it's politics, talking about um, black people, us, religion, just talking about certain current events. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on in the world, bringing something to the forefront, just more than just money, cash, holes, no disrespect, no. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. Okay. Okay. No, I respect that. We talk about it all the time. Public enemy, X-Clan. You always bring up X-Clan on the show. You're more of X-Clan guy than I am. But I'm, all I'm saying well, is the yeah, closest because, to be, this Because year. I was mm-hmm. more of an X-Clan guy, because I was more of an mm-hmm. X-Clan guy, I'm, I actually want to laugh when people try to come say what real card just looks like. Because <laughs> come around <laughs> me, I'll play some X-Clan to you. I'll play some Brother J to you. And you, I'm going to tell you, this is what let me tell you how real X Clan was. X Clan was so real with their conscious shit. They thought KRX wasn't conscious. They was like, yeah, that's you a ain't fact. even talking that real. That's a fact. Talking. Okay? That's, that's a fact, though. That's real shit. That's real shit. Okay? That's real so, shit. so I come from that era, so I really know what it is. When, right. like, these dudes were straight up, yo, man, we reject you. Man, listen, man, I don't even want to tell you that, but they look at X Clan videos, you're going to see something, man. These dudes was really about that life. For real. <laughs> Would you say more than public enemy? Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. You know what's funny? Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you, but I like Chuck B more. Yeah, so do I. But that don't have nothing to do with the fact that... <laughs> Man, listen. That is why I don't call rappers who just sprout out stuff that could talk about right. stuff when, I, when I've when heard the Chuck D... Um, like for example, yeah. going back to Arizona was a lead single. That's one of the most politically charged, conscious oh, rap geez. songs you wow. ever gonna hear. Do you understand that? Yeah. Like, so when people talk conscious, I'm like, yo, if you ever, do you remember the rapper Paris from uh from the from the West Coast? Yes, sir. These guys' stuff in like the early '90s. This was real conscious political hip hop. Like was, every was. bar. Every every well, it, every it didn't get a just do though, in my opinion, overall. Well, right. I, I think it did only because that's what we listened to. Like we was listening to it. What was we not listening to? Can't trust it. Yeah, was but we I not think listening to, to, to Burn, Hollywood Burn. Common, of 
I love Burn Hollywood, Burn Ice Cube, Big Daddy King, and Chuck D. Jesus. I love that collab- Yo, another collaboration, man. Wow. But, but see, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, if people knew what I considered conscious hip hop, this shit they call mm-hmm. conscious hip hop today wouldn't pass the smell test. Like, I know what it is. When you go conscious hip hop died. It died so many. I don't, I don't say it died. Let me change my words right. But when hip hop decided to be club 24 7, it's always been club. When it decided to be club 24 7, and we just forgot about the conscious side of hip hop, I think. That's when, you know what I'm saying? People like, listen, that press, man, that, like you said, that doesn't get more conscious than that. But I would say, Kevin is close. I'm not putting the same table with, with that press. That press says some real shit. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Let me tell you this. I cannot wait till we talk about it. We talked about it, though, on our 2000, yeah. on our 2000 appreciation. Yeah, when the 20th anniversary comes around, are we going to talk about it again? Well, we're going to do the album. I'm telling you the album. I'm telling you any album, so I don't have a problem with you any album, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I have zero problem. I don't have any album, so. Ain't nothing for me to sit there. Just give me a heads up. Let me know we get it popping, and I can just chop. Are, you, know we need to do this are you excited? Are you excited about the upcoming feature of Drizzy, Sosa Geek, and Fabio? And Sosa Geek was telling academics, don't be leaking our song either. Because now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, now that Drake is the phrase, now all of a sudden, huh? Sosa Geek said it. Sosa Geek said it. Sosa Geek is beefing with academics. Sosa Geek is beefing with academics. Now all of a sudden, now academics, now, now academics knows who they are now. Because once Drake got involved, now they're on his, they're on his, uh, they're on his antenna. He, he, He knows they exist. Uh, are you hey, excited about this? Like young boy, I need to know what you're doing, brother. Like, I, I don't... I, every time I see you on Instagram, brother, you are flashing, brother, in a new whip. Like, <laughs> you, I don't know... My brother, I ain't knocking your hustle, my, my, my young boy. But your fam... Uh, I'm just leave it there, man. Shout out to Social Geek, man. Am I hyped? I want to say hyped. I want to say I'm hyped. I mean, let, me, let me tell you why I'm hyped. Yeah. Let me tell you why I'm hyped. Because I believe Drake is a kingmaker. I believe he's a king. Are you saying Drake maker. is going to get them lit? More lit? Let me tell you what Drake does. Drake, yo, man, I was looking at Drake when Drake puts a video out, what happens? Yo, my man, when Drake puts a video out, it gets 50 to 60 million views minimum. Okay. Minimum, meaning when Drake works with you, the whole world sees you. I'm it's global. The entire it's world. global. Like that trash. It's global. That trash sir. We song that, war. Sir. That trash song war will be stealing somebody's flow. A clearly referenced track <laughs> song written for him by one of the greatest. Got 60 million views, and he just did that on a I'm on this UK wave. So now he wants to do a I'm on the Brooklyn wave. Do you know the look that's going to do for them? Like, come on, man. Jesse is a king maker, B. That's not my guy, son. You know I feel about I don't rock with Jersey like that. You know the vibes. You can't rock with the only man on Mount Rushmore because nobody's there with him. He's alone, man. This will be lonely at the top for Jersey. Yeah. 
He's dropped three, three yeah. average-ass albums. He dropped three average albums that no one wants to talk about. And I'm glad yo, we have a show where yo, I'm going to be the one yo, always yo, yo, put that out there. You, always. As much as, you speak, always. As, as much as you speak that, and I'm glad you say that, that's not the reality, though. That's your opinion. The no, reality that's is, the truth. But the reality is the man is on my watch by himself, man. By himself. No. Forget sales. Let's talk this YouTube views talk. When he does something, the whole global world, like you said, the whole I do not have Drake over Kendrick Lamar. I do not have Drake over Kendrick. So I'm going to say don't. it again. So I'm going to say it again. When Drake does anything he does, more people in the world look at it. Forget the sale. Just they want to see it. The man is by himself. Listen, Mount Rushmore has four presidents, right? Mount Rushmore in hip-hop has Drake, and he's by himself. Drake, Drake, and Drake. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a co-signer that, sorry. It's not, I'm not jacking that. I'm not, I'm not buying that, no. No. At all. At all. But I would say, Fabi, um, you need to drop some music, brother. For real. You need to drop some music. And all these cats that Flo Master Flex is bringing up there as a freestyle. Flex, shout out to you for keeping your ears tuned to the streets, though. Even though you played yourself the two two Jesus up there and you played um Big Trip beat. You didn't Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That was inexcusable that Flex did that. It was inexcusable. No, that was crazy. It's not funny. Come on, come on. Jesus, it's not even. Thing, no, no, I understand that, but 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 Flex, that wasn't even funny. He don't understand what's going on in them streets. You know what I'm saying? And he's trying to act like he's in tune now. You know, you got somebody like R.J. Payne who's like, yo, I'm ready to go to Flex. And Flex is bringing up Ron Solo. That's crazy. Let's move out. Man, that's crazy. Flex, man, you got to get R.J. Payne up there, man. I want R.J. Payne up there. Shane know up there. Feel me? That's what I want. That's what, that's what I want. What did you thought about Ron Solo when he came out and pulled out that money and put it on the table before he back? What did you think about that? What do you think you about Flex? About that. I'm, listen, I don't mean to no, be no, the I old man. No, no, I want to know about specifically. I'm going to keep it What do you think about Flex's reaction? Flex's reaction. Flex is probably used to that, man. That's what the young boys do. They flash their bread. They try to say it's motivation. It's not motivation. You're styling on niggas. That's what it is. It's styling on the ops. Is there an ops that I got more bread than you? You're still stuck in the hood type talk. Like, niggas just be throwing in people's face. And I think sometimes when you do that, Repercussions, and you have people watching every, all your movements and where you're going to be at and where you're forming at, and they want to try you. I hate to go to battle rap, but when Tay Rock is, I had telling people SMD all the time and saying, I should have left with these, and I got sticks. People are eventually going to try you. They want to test your gangster. They want to test you just where you have with yours. You know what I'm saying? I just that's the same thing. So it's like, I don't like when a young boy is always flashing money, airlobe. And all that, and you know, I just I know in camera I did it on Rap City years back in the day. You know, I don't know if that was motivation for the young boys to do that. Meek was heavy on the gram doing that. Meek's notorious for that. I, I just don't feel if I got that kind of bread. I'm not showing you that. Why am I showing the world that, bro? I'm not doing the money for whatever the crap this that shit's called. I'm not doing it. No, I'm good. Movie. Right. Um, do you think Mayweather? Do you think Mayweather on his gram, who for years on Instagram, always shows him with a million dollars, always shows yes. him taking money out, always flashing yes. money, or when 50, in the beginning of YouTube, when he would take 
a hundred thousand, pull it out the trunk of his car. Remember, he was showed money. So showing yeah, money, right. it's, it's not new. These young boys aren't just. It's not like they haven't seen it. They're looking at their celebrities who were doing. I would it. like to know. They're just following the boys, with the guys before I, them. I would like to know the young boys that are doing this. Are they still living in the projects? That's what I want to know. That would tell me a lot. So okay. You're living in the project still, and you and you make them there. Uh, 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 I don't know what to say about that, Keith. Uh, watch, though, man. Take us home, watch him. PSA Hip Hop, the home of the greatest young player in the NBA, D'Angelo Russell. Stay mad, everybody. He better what? than whoever your favorite point guard is. D'Angelo Russell better than them. PSA Hip Hop, the home of D'Lo. My man, he was his fourteen before the age of twenty five. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Fred? Come on, B. He's about to be a journeyman for real, man. And I know the vibes already, man. PSA if I was three and watch, man. That got it tomorrow, watch. This is, I wanna do something tomorrow, man. I wanna do some albums. I wanna do some revisit albums. I don't care if it's long or not, man. It's some things I wanna talk about, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. Three and watch, man. One!